Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening, and good morning from wherever you are. Woo! We are excited. We are excited. We are excited about what God is doing today. Um, I am I am overjoyed if that is a word, if that's how I can explain my feelings today to be here with you right now, right here on live, um, live with Facebook and wherever you're watching from, wherever you are in your homes, in your living rooms, wherever you are, I want you to get excited, get excited about what God is doing with this consecration service for Beyond the Walls International Ministries for you. We are so thankful to God that he has again done a marvelous work and that we are excited to be here. I am going to be your uh, your guide through tonight. Uh, I am Apostle Kim Watson from True Restoration Outreach Ministries in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. And I am so excited, excited, excited. I, maybe you can tell I'm excited, but I love when God expands borders. I love when God, he just... Um, overshadows us with his blessings and with his vision. And as the vision goes forward, that he just continues to bless and continues to provide and continues to guide. So we are excited tonight. We are more than overjoyed that you have joined us and we have a word for you tonight, but I'm not going to talk about that for right now. But I want you, wherever you are, before we even get started, let's just give God some praise for this opportunity that he has allotted us at this moment and this time to celebrate, to consecrate, and to uh, join in celebration with Beyond the Walls uh, international ministries for you. Just give him some glory wherever you are. If you can't clap, just lift your hands. If you can't lift your hands, just in your own heart, begin to thank God for our sister. Thank God for our for the ministry, just begin to love on him and worship him and give him glory, give him honor, give him praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise because if it had not been for you, oh Lord, who was on our side, where would we be? God, we thank you right now. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We bless his name. We bless his name. We bless his name. We bless his name. Listen, if you can't clap your hands, maybe you can just lift your hands wherever you are because we invite Holy Spirit into this place right now. We invite his presence into this place. We invite him into this place to dwell with us at this hour, to dwell with us as we consecrate this ministry and this apostle. We thank him and we give him glory. We give him glory. We give him glory. I am so excited to see all of you. Um, as we move through this um, service tonight, we are going to start off with our scripture and our prayer by Denise Outley from Hallelujah Ministries International in Charlotte, North Carolina. If she would come now with the scripture and the prayer. Thank you, Minister Outley. I'm a Minister Outley, we can't hear you. Uh, can you hear me? Got some feedback. I'm not sure where it's coming from. 
I'm off of mute. I can hear you. Can okay, hear you. great. Can you hear me? Oh, now? that's better. Yes. Okay. I thought I'd bring the phone up a little closer. Mark 16, 15 through 20. The scripture reads, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick. They will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and he sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord was working with them, confirming the word through a company signs and wonders. Amen. Hallelujah. That's such a powerful word. Amen. I think I have an opportunity to be on the platform with everybody. So what we're going to do now, if everybody bothers Father, I thank you. I thank you because we welcome the Holy Holy as the Take charge of the Father, we lose your angel who are sin and We thank you, Lord God, that life will be changed. Burdens will be removed. And so for trying to innovate what you call this day. We thank you, Lord God, that nothing, nothing will stop what you for your people. We ask you, Lord God, because you have chosen everyone on the platform. We thank you that that word, Lord God, be sent us sin into sin along with you. Father, we ask your word, Lord God, for lives to be changed whole nother dimension. Lord, we thank you that open doors that man meant to shut, God, that you created to open. Father, we ask that you heal the We thank you, Lord God, no sickness or disease that you We thank you, Lord God, for testimony. Take it forth right now in the midst of Father, I ask that you pour fresh oil to every apostle and pastor on this platform. And we thank you, Lord God, that your word says that you're hasty. So, Father, we're careful to give you all the glory and give you all the praise for what you're doing in the midst. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 All you wonderful faces. It's so good to see all of you wonderful faces today. Uh, we are going to be blessed at this time with a selection from Pam Shamley, our guest vocalist. Hi, how are you? We are excited. We are expecting to hear angels through your voice now. Come on and bless us tonight. Yeah, do the best I can with what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> 
God bless you. I think all of us right here in this group, we know that when God calls, you got to go. And we Amen. already know that Amen. Apostle Christmas has received that call and is going. She ain't got to go. She's already moving. She's already going. And that is a perfect segue for right now because we are going to be graced with words from her at this point that she's going to give us our greeting and our purpose for this evening. And for those of you who don't know, me and Apostle Christmas go way back, way back, way, way, way back. And we're not going to tell how long way back, but longer than probably my children have been born. So, and they're all adults mm. now. So, but I love her. I love her. I love her as a sister. I love her with the love of the Lord. And I am so, so proud that she has answered the call and not only just answered the call, but as she's moving toward what God has called her to do and she's pushing others to get to that place as well. So I am honored this evening to introduce to you my friend, my sister, Apostle Betty J. Christmas. Come on and give God praise. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Mighty God, I thank you. Grace and peace be unto each of you. Can you guys hear me okay? I say grace and peace be unto each of you from God our Father. I do greet each of you in that name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everything in the earth, even underneath the earth, shall bow just at the very mention of his name. I say kingdom greetings to each of you in your respective places. Thank you so much, men and women of God, for answering my call when I called. I don't take it lightly that you're taking time out of your day to help me put forth the things that God has called me to do. This ministry is truly a ministry from the Lord, and I'm just grateful that he chose me. Um, He could have chosen anyone else to go beyond the walls, but my God, he chose me, and for that, I am forever grateful. Um, Thank you, Minister Denise. Thank you so much for that prayer and for reading my scripture. Thank you so much. I thank God for um, my um, classmate and my friend, um, Pam, my songstress. She indeed, and she and I go way back, I'm telling you, elementary school. And God had a call on her life even back then. So I'm thanking and praising God for her being, um, for God using her and for answering my call to say, yes, sister, I will come on and do that. And she writes original songs. So she wrote that directly, specifically for this time. And so I'm just thanking and praising God that um, I have a song, (laughs) my God. So thank you again. So again, I say to each of you, um, as I tell her, just a quick story as to how the Lord gave me this ministry, because I really want um, you guys to understand um, what it is. And many of you have probably heard this story before because I've shared it as God gave it to me. But as I'm sitting in the um, church, I was a member of a church and two, three years ago, things just began to happen to me. Um, my pastor would ask me to do something and then I would get sick or I had, I had a migraine for over a year not knowing where the migraine was coming from. The um, neurologist couldn't find anything wrong with me. They just kept going test after test after test. And so as I'm beginning to still move forward in the things God has called me to do in this church, 
again, I the pastor asked me to do something. And once again, I got sick again. And so I, I, then I had a really bad slip and fall. Um, and so then I had no choice but to sit down. And so as I'm sitting down, um, I heard the Lord begin to speak to me and tell me it was time for he wanted me to come beyond the walls. And I'm thinking beyond the walls, what, Lord, this is all I know. Going to church and doing church is all I know. And he said to me then that your ministry is bigger than the walls. It's beyond the walls. He said, I'm sending you to the nations and you have to be, be, prepare yourself. And so I'm hemming and hawing about that. Like, Lord, this is all I know. How am I going to go beyond the walls when I don't really go anywhere? Corona is out there and um, I, I work from home. How am I supposed to do this? And then as the Lord would have it, he allowed me to meet this woman of God in Columbus, Ohio, who then befriended me. And she was putting on a woman's conference and she invited me to come to this conference. And not only did she invite me to come to this conference, uh, we were not even supposed to be able to go because my husband and I already had a previous engagement. And so long story short, my husband came downstairs one morning and said, we're not going to uh, Aunt Betty's party. And so now I'm free to go to um, the, the conference. And so I shared with the woman of God because I, I, I told her I could not come. However, I will fast and pray with you up until your conference. And so we fast and we prayed every day at noon. And so this particular day, I told her, I said, my husband said, we are, I can, we're not going to New York. I'm able to go with you. And she said, no, ask him, can you come? I said, oh, he, he's going to say, okay. She said, no, be in order. Ask him, can you come to the conference? So I asked him, of course, he said, yes. And the long of it all is that I went to the conference. She had me to speak at her conference. This woman had never met me before in her life. And she had me on program to speak at her women's conference. And so the Lord said to me, that, and then she not only had me to come, she paid for me to come. And let me get that point out there. She and gave me assignment and armor bear for the weekend. So what am I trying to say? When God told me to go beyond the walls, he was moving me beyond the walls. And I could not understand how he was doing it. He showed me that this is how he's going to do it. He's going to allow people to find me. I didn't have to do a thing, but let people find me as I now take my ministry beyond the walls. And so... Beyond the Walls International Ministries has been formed, founded, and this is the day that the Lord says it's time to birth it out to the world. Um, a few steps ahead of that, because um, a man of God reached out to me and said that the Lord has spoken to him, that I was now to um, plant a ministry in Kissy, Kenya. And so that is the direction in which we're going and another church is coming alongside. And so I'm just grateful to God. So I will share the mission and the vision with you guys. And then he's going to come on a little later and he's going to share with you guys what the Lord spoke to him. But the mission statement for Beyond the Walls International Ministries is um, it exists to reach all people for Christ, to teach and grow them strong in Christ so that they can go out and make a difference for Christ, for the transformation of the world for the transformation of the world. This is the mission statement for Beyond the Walls. And then our vision statement is simply, our vision is to plant churches throughout the world to develop a body of believers who are trained and equipped in sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So those are our mission statement and our vision statement as God continues to put us out there. And again, I'm just grateful to God that um, he's using me in this time. And I always say little old me, because anything new, can anything good come out of the little town I came from? And the Lord is saying, yes, ma'am, there is. I, I, I allowed you to go through and get through for your purpose and your destiny. So mm -hmm. I'm just grateful to God. I'm tearing up. So I'm going to just stop now because I don't want this to be a moment of crying. But I'm just grateful, guys. I'm just grateful to God. 
that he has allowed me to just come this far. I look at, back over my life and I think of all the things he's brought me through and he's never gave up on me. And he told me when I was 12 years old that he had a special work for me to do. And I didn't understand then what it was, but I see it now. I'm seeing visions. My God, I'm seeing visions and he's showing me so many things. So I'm just grateful to God for this moment and thank each of you again um, my friend, Pastor George Abouaji, my friend, Pastor McCoy, who also found me and has invited me to speak at his conference this year in Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, again, to Apostle Carolyn Pickney, my guy. I met this woman of God a few months ago, and she is a firehouse and God, how God has connected me. And Minister Denise, my friend, Flory introduced us, and I'm on her prayer line whenever God gives me opportunity to go in. My friend, Apostle Kim Watson, again, we go way back and thanking God for how he connected us way back in the days of New Jersey. Um, we attended the same church and this is a firehouse and God is doing a great work in her life. She reinitiated her ministry this morning. So this is a day full of ministry for her. Um, God re reignited her ministry this morning and here she is today, this afternoon, doing what I had asked her to do because God asked me to ask her. And then there is my friend, my mentor, my apostle, Allison J. Cross. We met a few years ago. Did not know then that God had, was up to something. He had a destiny connection for the two of us. So I'm just grateful to God for the destiny connection. Um, apostle, I'll forever be grateful for the lessons and the things that we share and the lessons that you, um, that you give me. I am grateful beyond words. And with that, I am going to yield because I don't want to cry. And we're going to get through this without tears streaming down my face, but I'm full. And my husband does bring greetings. He's in the other room and he is watching um, the stream. So again, thank you guys. I love you so much. And um, this is just, this is not the last time we're going to do work together. This is the first of many things that God is going to connect me to uh, work with you guys. So I love each of you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you cry, I'm going to talk about you. If you don't cry, I'm going to talk about you. So you might as well get it all out. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> That's what sisters do. We go, you go cry. We already know that. Well, I knew that anyway. Um, so I have the, the awesome task of introducing the speaker. Now, here's the thing. I didn't get a bio. I didn't get any information. Um, all I have is her name, right? But let me say it like this. I know within my spirit that our spirits recognize each other. So I know she's a woman of God. I know that she's a child of the most high. I know that she is saved and she is a believer. I know she is anointed. I know that she has a word in her mouth. I don't need a bio for that. And I don't need a bio to introduce her because I know that she has a word for us, not just for Apostle Christmas. Cause see, I come in expectation that when a word is released, I grab onto it too, because whatever God is gonna bless Apostle Christmas, he's going to bless little old Kim over here. And he's going to bless Pastor McCoy. And he's going to bless every single person that is on the live and every single person that will listen in later and every single person that has come together. The word is not specific. It is for the believer. 
And I believe that we are all believers in here. I believe that we are all believers and we're coming together. So I'm in expectation that whatever the word is today, that I'm going to apply it to myself. And whether I know her or not, whether I've ever met her or not, I know that she is a sister of mine simply because our father, we have the same daddy. We have the same bloodline. We serve in the same kingdom. We stand by side, side by side, serving the same God. And I am excited about that. And I'm excited to hear what God has to say to all of us this evening. So after the Somali selection by Pam Shamley, we will be hearing from Apostle Allison Cross of Fire and Rain Ministries in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Amen. We are living in a time when the world seems real. Trouble strife, it might seem like. Let's stop by you. We're living in, in a time. When the world seems filled with trouble and strife, and it might seem like we're losing the fight, but I stop by to tell you that I speak light, but it seems light all over. I look to the hills where my help is on the cross. Jesus walks with me, so I'm never alone. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. I know, I know that it's gonna be alright. I speak love, even though you go me through. I speak love, no matter what the darkness holds you. I speak love.
Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Can I get a big hallelujah to the Lord? Hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is an honor and privilege to be here today um, on such a joyous occasion. I know heaven is rejoicing because when things happen for the kingdom down here, I tell you what. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's like fire. I feel like Jeremiah tonight. It's like fire. But whenever something goes forth, burst forth, it's a great thing for the kingdom of God and apostle is going forth. And today we're going to be talking about consecration. I'm not a traditional preacher. I love to teach. I'm, I'm a teacher to my heart. I love to teach. I love to expound and just make it real plain. I, sometimes I hoop, sometimes I don't. It depends on which way <laughs> God is moving. You know, we we don't want to fall ever fall into uh, traditionalism and things like that. We want to always move however the Holy Spirit is moving. Amen. And when we move according, when, if, when we move, when he's moving us, we can never go wrong. We can, I'm going to say that again. When we move, when God is moving us, we can never, ever go wrong. Amen. So tonight we're talking about consecration, consecration. And what is consecration? You know, it's giving yourself to the Lord to become a living sacrifice. Giving ourselves to the Lord, number one, so that we can become a living sacrifice. And as Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verse one, he said, and this is a very familiar passage. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's the least we can do today. Amen. <laughs> the least Amen. we can do is present ourselves before God, which is our reasonable service. And this is quite a different, when you look at this type of consecration, consecrating your ministry unto the Lord and your body unto the Lord as a living sacrifice, it's different from a consecration at the beginning of the year. It's different, you know, from a consecration for a period of time. This is a lifelong commitment. We end it to win it. It's forever. You know, <laughs> uh, I always say, I tell my children and my friends, I'm gonna live time 140 should Jesus terrorist. Terry. So what that means is it's a lifelong commitment. I'm going to do this thing until I'm up there with him. And then we come back to here to earth. So it's a lifelong commitment. It's a lifelong set of partners, if you will, unto the Lord for his use, not for the use of man, not for the use of um, other people, but for the use of the master, for the master's use and being consecrated or set apart for the work of ministry means that we can't be common with people because commonality breeds contempt. So we set ourselves apart. Sometimes we may have to walk away, run away, get away from certain people because we don't wanna get infected, if I will, or affected by what's going on in their lives and you know the drama and things like that. We consecrate ourselves, we set ourselves apart and we become a living sacrifice as Paul said in Romans 12 verse one. He said, I beseech thee, Brethren, by the mercies of God. What does beseech mean? It means to call near. It means to invoke. It means by uh, imploration, by hortation. And hortation is exhorting, inciting, or giving advice. Now, when we, you know, when you think about that word to incite, 
We always think about it in a negative connotation because that's what we've been fed. But when you look at the word insight, when we look at it in, from a biblical perspective, I want to gather a crowd and incite them to the glory of God. I want to incite them. I want to gather them up. You know, I want to encourage them to be all they can be for the Lord. I'm going to get a crowd to go out and gather, go out and reap the harvest. The, the, the harvest is right. So we want to not incite a rebellion, but we want to incite a kingdom movement. And that's what I see the woman of God doing. She is inciting a kingdom movement across this globe. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, you will be also giving spiritual advice. You'll be giving spiritual counsel. When we look at um, Psalms chapter one, what does that Psalm say? It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Let's back up. Number one, when it says blessed, that means that when you look that up, it means that the kingdom of God is in your heart. My God. Amen. Amen. The kingdom of God is in your heart. And it goes on to say, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his light, his delight is in the law of the Lord. We the, I, I know Apostle delights in the law of the Lord. I know that her ministry is given to her by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to bring him glory in the earth, to be able to present back to him sons and daughters, sons in the kingdom. That's what God is after. And I know you've delighted yourself in the Lord according to the word, and he is going to give you the desires of your heart. Those desires that the Lord is going to give you are the desires that the Father put in you so that he could answer them. Hallelujah. Okay. See, Hallelujah. he puts stuff in us. He puts the desire that he wants to happen in the earth in our heart so we can bring it forth. And that's what God is doing for you. You're going to bring forth the desires of your heart that he placed in there before you were even born. See, when God spoke this world into existence, you were already here. <laughs> it was all, you know, you were in him before you were in the earth. So everything that was in him, when he spoke the earth into existence, he spoke you into existence, your ministry into existence. It was already done. We just had to get on that timeline. You know, we had to get on that chronos timeline in order for it to manifest in the earth realm. So Amen. God is going to see that you get to your God-given destiny. And it goes on to say, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf, your leaf, woman of God, shall not wither. I'm going to say ah. that again. Your leaf shall not wither. Why? Because you're planted. You're planted. You ever seen a tree that's planted by the rivers of water? Those trees, the roots are so far down into the earth that no matter what storm comes, you'll see those trees bend way over. They'll, they'll bend, they'll bend, they'll bend, but guess what? They're not breaking. They won't break. Why? Because they've been planted. They've been nourished by the water. You're being nourished by the water of the word of God as you get into that word. And it nourishes your spirit. You it may, you may, my, my it, it may happen to try to topple you over, but guess what? You are not going to break. Why? Because you've been planted by the river of living water and you shall bring forth fruit mm. yes. in your season. 
And whatsoever you do, it shall prosper. It will prosper. It's not going to return to you, Lord. You know, when you look back at Isaiah, I'm reminded, you know, what God, ever God does, it won't return back unto him for it, but it will accomplish that what he sent it out to do. Amen. And if God is sending you out to do a great work and it will not return back to him void. See, we can go and put that back on God. God, you said. You said. Your word said this, Lord. So I know that I fulfill your word. That's right. Your word is not coming back to you, void, because you sent me. Hallelujah. He sent you. He sent you. And whatsoever you put your hands to do, it will prosper. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. There is much fruit. Much fruit. Everybody say much fruit. Much fruit. <laughs> there is much fruit much that's going to be brought. Forth. Amen. Unlike Amen. many that you've seen along the way, unlike many that you've seen along the way, fruitless in a lot of talk. Yes. Know how to talk a good talk. Know how to dress it up on the outside, but the inside there is no fruit. My God. And I thank God that there is fruit in this ministry. The Lord has placed abundance of fruit in your belly and it will spring forth. Why? Because this is your season, not tomorrow, not next week, not down the line, but today, right now is your season. Now think about, think about springing forth. Let's think about fruit for a minute. There had to be a seed. There had to be a seed somewhere. Some fruit came from somewhere. It didn't just materialize out of the air. That was a seed planted. If you go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 11, this blew my socks off when I first read it. And I thought about it. And I considered it. It says, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, the fruit uh, tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And just like everything in the earth that was needed by the earth was already inside of it, when God spoke the world into existence, when God said, let there be, and there was everything that the earth needed to sustain itself was given when God says, let. Everything that your ministry needs was given when God said, let. The seed that was inside the earth oh, yeah. itself to sustain itself. That seed is in you, woman of God. And that's the word of God. It's already in your belly. So everything that's going to be coming out is going to be the seed of the word. And the, the word is going to build and build and build upon the building. It's already there. If you ever get, if, if you guys get the revelation of the seed that was in itself, oh my God. Nothing else needs to be said. It's already in your belly because the word is in your belly. All you yes. have to do is and it will be so. This is a season of springing forth, woman of God. I'm going to say that again. Springing forth. I didn't say get up and think about it, then walk forth. No, springing forth. When something springs forth, it takes off. It takes off. To spring forth means that I just busted up. I, you know, think about I'm, I'm an animated person. And so when I think about springing forth, can you just imagine and envision um, Superman busting up out of the dirt and flying into space? <laughs> That's springing forth. <laughs> That's springing forth. And so God is going to have you, and you just already happened, springing forth because you made yourself. 
a living sacrifice at this time. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, when we go back to Romans chapter 12, verse 1, and I'll read it again. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brother, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. Now, let's look at this. Paul is admonishing us as believers, and he was actually admonishing the believers in Rome when he was uh, writing this to sacrifice themselves to God, not like a sacrifice on the altar. You know, some people get it twisted. They'll read the scripture and they don't properly dissect it and say, well, I guess I better go cut somebody up. No. <laughs> no, we're a living sacrifice. And when you look back at the Old Testament under the Mosaic law, because under the Mosaic law, it required animal sacrifices. And we know this is animals died on that altar. But as a living sacrifice, there is a distinct difference here. It means that I'm presenting my whole everything I know about me to everything I know about God. I'm presenting myself a living sacrifice. So whatever you need to do, God, in me, do it. I'm going to sacrifice my time. I'm going to sacrifice my will. I break my will. See, that's the one of the things that we need as Christian leaders this, these days is a broken will. Because if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to break our will, it'll be a forever tug of war back and forth. We'll always be wrestling with God because we want our way. No, God, break my will. So that I can be a living sacrifice. See, a lot of people say that. But there's a price that we're going to have to pay if we truly want our wills to be broken and we want to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. See, a lot of people say it, but can you really deal with it? Will we even really pay the price to be a living sacrifice? See, when you're a living sacrifice, I'm hid behind the cross. When you are living sacrifice, it's no longer we that live, but it's Christ that lives on the inside of us for real. And all that drama, all that see me, hear me, be attached to me, look at me. Ooh, what did I did? Oh, look at my bling. All of that stuff fades to black. Amen. And Christ is elevated. And it's no longer I that live. But Christ that lives on the inside of me, that's the only way that those seeds can come forth is when he is truly planted on the inside of us. Otherwise, you'll get seeds of the enemy coming forth. I call those them, them hidden seeds. You know, that stuff that people don't want to talk about or deal with. They won't even allow people to touch it and help them get delivered because either they're ashamed or embarrassed or they want to hold on to it. Those seeds can spring forth too. But today we're talking about the seeds that God is planting in the woman. Yes. Because it's her season. It's her time. It's your season. It's your time. <laughs> so when we look at that word sacrifice in a dictionary, it describes anything consecrated and offered to God. You're consecrated. You're offered to God. You're a living sacrifice. So as believers, how do we consecrate for real? Everybody say for real. For We're real. Not for real. For real. For real. You know, that thing that we just do. For real. That some people, I'm not going to say we, I'm going to say some people do every year like clockwork. It ain't nothing changed. 
Not one thing changed. Yet we doing the same thing. That's madness. That's madness. Doing the same thing over and over again and nothing changes. That's madness. It really is. So we have to get out of that that loop. Some you know somebody got stuck in the loop, but somebody gonna get free today. Somebody gonna get free from that loop. Amen. I just believe in going whatever direction the Holy Spirit leads me in. That's where I go. So if I step on your toes, say, ouch, hallelujah, I'm going to change shoes. Amen. So how do we consecrate and offer ourselves to God as a living sacrifice now? When we go back to that Old Testament, God accepted those sacrifices of animals. But guess what? And we know this; those were actually just foreshadows of the sacrifice of Jesus, the Lamb of God. And he was the final sacrifice. The final sacrifice that had to die. Isn't that awesome? He took our place. He became the final sacrifice. Jesus went to the cross. The Old Testament sacrifices, they were wiped out because they no longer had an effect. It wasn't necessary. Can you imagine we'd all be vegetarians now if there were still animal sacrifices because it's so much sin in the world, there would be no more animals. (laughs) We'd all be vegetarians. Would be nothing left to sacrifice. Right, right. And I think about, but thank God for Jesus. Amen. He did, he took that. Amen. So when we look at being a living sacrifice, that means also that we are under God's control. Everybody say God's control. God's, <laughs> God's control. Say God, that I'm under His control and not my control. A living sacrifice, we relinquish our control. We give our control over to God and say, God, it's for you I live, it's for you I die. It's not my will, but thine be done. And we really, really mean it. You know when somebody don't mean what they say? Yes. You know when somebody just saying something because it's a yes. cliche? It just sounds yes. good. It just looks good. You know when somebody know how to, uh, at a certain moment? It's okay to tune up if the anointing is on it. That's okay. But if it ain't stop tuning up, it's irritating the people. Come on, woman of God. <laughs> Come on, boss. You know what? I'm just real. I'm just real. You know, I, I don't believe in sugarcoating. I just believe in keeping it real. God can, you know, whatever God is in, I'm all for it, okay? So as a living sacrifice, we're totally yielding. When I'm yielding to God, it's no longer I that lives in me. And to him, I'm an instrument of righteousness. We're instruments of righteousness. And when we look at reasonable service in order, you know, in in light of what Jesus did, which was the ultimate sacrifice, it's only a reasonable thing that we should present our bodies to him. It just makes sense, doesn't it? It just makes sense. I mean, you don't even have to be deep. (laughs) I don't even have to uh, give any Greek, Hebrew, no lexicon. It just makes sense. You know, God is a God of common sense when we have the mind of Christ. Because common sense to man in the world is not common sense to God. So there is a difference. So we so when we look at Jesus as the ultimate sacrifice, we also look at ourselves as presenting ourselves to him. And as we continue to look at a living sacrifice. Another thing we want to think about here is Roman 12 too, and it helps us to literally understand 
you know, why we're living sacrifice to God. You know, the Bible says that we were created by him for him. We were created not for us. We were not created for our spouses. I mean, we're joined to them and now, but the, ultimately we were created for his pleasure. We have to get that, get that in our spirit that when we realize for real, for real, that who we were created for, a whole lot of ways, the way we do things will literally begin to change. When we get it in our hearts that I was put here to please God, the way we perceive things, the way we act, the way we do things, the way we talk, walk, the, the way we treat our brothers and sisters, not only in the kingdom, but in the world, those things will begin to change because we will have a heart reality of who we really are now that we're in Christ. See, when we begin to realize who we are, all that man-made stuff begins to fade. Remember that song? Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. I love that song. It's called Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And, and you know, when I was a kid singing that song, it never really dawned on me what those words really meant until I came into the kingdom. Everything, apostle, that you've gone through, because you've turned your eyes upon Jesus and you've looked into his wonderful face, all of that stuff grows strangely dim. Why? In the light of his glory and grace. As we die daily, it's something, you know, that we need to do so that we are that living sacrifice. It's not a one-time thing. It's a daily death. We crucify the flesh, crucify them crazy thoughts that the enemy try to throw into your mind. Crucify all of that stuff, casting down vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself to the knowledge of God. And then we have to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's part Amen. of being a living sacrifice, bringing our own up here into captivity. Because I know, and you know too, that we can go, we can go off up here. <laughs> Between these two eyeballs, we can go off. But see, God wants us to bring it into captivity and cast down vain imaginations. I could go into a whole sermon about vain imagination, but I won't. But God wants us, as you continue, woman of God, to be a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, pleasing unto God, which is your reasonable service. Do whatever he tells you to do. Don't back up. I don't know how much time I have left. Is anyone timing me? <laughs> I have a few more things to say, and then I'll be done. When you look at um, 1 John uh, 2, 15 through 16, it talks about the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, and all the world has to offer. You can literally reduce everything in the world that's going on to these three things. And as you go forward in ministry, it will do you well. It will do all of us well to be mindful of the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, and the lust of the flesh. And if we're going to be a living sacrifice, we have to make sure that we're not lusting after the things of the flesh. We're not lusting after the pride of life uh, and don't allow it to dictate to us what we do for God. Many people won't move for God because their pride is injured. They don't want to look a certain way before people because 
they are supposed to be way up here. And God said, I want you low. I want you to walk in humility. I want you to humble yourself in the mighty hand of God and let me exalt you in due season. A lot of people walk in pride. Leaders walk in pride. And what God wants us to do is walk in humility. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. You know, look at what I got on. If it's, some people think they can't even minister if they don't dress the part. Come on now. Uh, give me uh, give me some jogging pants, some tennis shoes, and a t-shirt, and let me go get some souls for the kingdom. I don't need to put on no diamonds, no pearls, no rings, no nothing, none of that. That's pride. And it's okay to look good. Don't get it twisted, what I'm saying here. For those of you who are trying to get it twisted in your mind up here. What I'm saying simply is we do not let what we look like or how we think we want to present ourselves from head to toe dictate how we minister to God's people. It don't matter because guess what? When we get caught up, we all spirit anyway. We ain't going to have the diamonds, the pearls, the shoes. We ain't going to have no Louis. We ain't going to have none of that. None of it. So God wants us to live like that while we are here on earth. And you know, he know how to put people where they need to be. He know how to put the places, put you in the place where you need to be. We want to stay on the path. The enemy will try it, woman of God. He's going to try it. He's going to try to use people with the lust of the eyes, the, the, the pride of life. The lust. He's going to try to present all type of stupid mess before you. But you are, you know, you, you already got it going on because, you, you know, you're discerning. The Holy Spirit inside you was to show you a red flag when someone, even before they even get in your presence, oh, here come trouble. No. Yes. No, I ain't dealing yes. with you today. I already see your spirit. I already see it from afar off. That's why we have to stay in the come Word. On. That is why we have to stay in prayer so we can activate, or not even activate, so we can continue to allow the spirit of discernment, the spirit to grow in us. I got like a whole lot more I can say, but you know what? I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there. And I'm just going to say, continue to go forth and do what God would have you to do as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable service. And I'm going to read that scripture one more time. And then I'm going to yield my mic because, you know, I'm one of them preachers that get three or four closings, but I won't do that to y'all today. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read again. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. God bless you. Amen. Come on and let's give God praise Amen. for the woman of God. Thank you. Let's give God praise Amen. for the woman of thank God you. and the thank word you. today. Thank Our reasonable you. service. Thank Our reasonable you. service yes. is to give him glory and honor and praise and give him all that is due him. I don't have enough to give him to prove Amen. how much I love him. I don't have enough praise to give him for the things that he's done for me. I don't have enough to offer him for his sacrificing his life for him. I don't have enough, but all that I have and all that I am, I give it to him. I lay it at the foot of the cross. I give yes. it to him and I surrender every thought, every word, every deed, everything that I have, I surrender yes. it to him. 
it belongs to him anyway but i'm not going to go there because that just stirred me up it just stirred me up My how God. we think stuff belongs to us our ministries Amen. don't belong to us our words don't belong to us our thoughts don't belong to us it all belongs to him and all he wants us to do is give him back what is already his amen we Come thank on. god thank for you, the Jesus. woman of god apostle allison cross thank you so much for the word as we move into our consecration portion of this service um this is so important this is so relevant this is so um the standard that all should be following because we need to get again offer everything that god has given us we offer it back to him and tonight we offer this ministry beyond the walls international ministries for you back to him we offer apostle betty j christmas back to him we offer everything I, I got it in my mind sometimes god deals with me with visuals and i see the scene from the lion king where he's got his baby and he's lifting it back up towards the heaven that's what i saw in my mind that we're offering it back to you god we can't do anything without you we can't go any further without you we can't move without you so we might as well just give it back to him so tonight we give it back to him and it will be in this order. We will hear our mission statement from Matthew 28 and 19 from Pastor David Amwanka. Amwanka, can I say it right? Did I say it right? Say it right for me. Amwanka. Ah, okay, Amwanka. And then we are going to the commissions of the fivefold apostolic ministry. The commission to go forth in evangelists by Apostle Nikki Daly from Heavenly Fire International Ministries in Cincinnati. We're going to commission to go forth as pastor of Pastor Ricky McCoy, the Connection Center in Knoxville, Tennessee. The commission to go forth as teacher from Apostle Carolyn Pinckney, Fresh Fire International Bible Ministries in Boiser, Boiser City, Louisiana. And then we will go forth as prophet with Apostle Rafi Davis. Hey, Rafi. Uh, Rafi Davis at five, um, for uh, Raphael Davis Ministries in North New Jersey. Then the commission to go forth as Apostle Ministry Overseer by Apostle Allison Cross of Fire and Rain. And then our communion prayer with and going forth as chaplain with uh, Pastor George Abowaji. Apostolic Church International in Irvington, New Jersey. And after that, we will follow with closing remarks by our very own Apostle Betty J. Christmas in that order. God bless. Pastor David. The, the, the mission statement, Pastor David. Now, okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you for the this opportunity to give me my time to speak with my apostles, my pastors, 
So far, let the me introduce my name. I am Pastor Kama David from Africa, Kenya, Kisi. And I am working with my apostle, Jay Christmas. This is my pressure to share my statement about our ministry and how ministry is uh, our mission statement is to be on the world and international ministry to exist to reach the other people of Christ to teach and to grow in strong in Christ so they can go out to make different of Christ over the transform of all the world our vision is to judge to plant the church out of the world to develop both of the believers who are trained, equipped, and served for the world, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So after then, when I was uh, praying in my house, and the Lord sent to the angel, and I meet the beloved apostle Christmas, and then he's my mentor, he's uh, teaching to me, and actually, when I asked him, I thought I would be able to work with you. And he told me that the hour beyond the world international ministry is to plant all out the elders of the world so that we can be able to reach the soul of the people. So thank you. And keep praying for the, this ministry in Africa, not in, not in Africa, but all the nations, may God bless you abundantly. Bless you, Amen. thank you. Amen. 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 Apostle Daly, it's on you. I don't know if you're frozen. Oh, I'm sorry. I do apologize. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Can you all hear me okay? Yes, we can. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Sorry about that. The word commission I heard and person today. It is with honor that I am commissioning that the Lord has given me charge to commission Apostle DJ Christmas and beyond the wild international ministry with the commission of evangelism. So today we commission you to pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask him to send more workers into the field. As it states in Matthew 9, 3, 
37 uh, through 38. Then said he unto the disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray you therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. So we commission you to send, to go forth, to let your mission be passion, to see the book of Christ come alive. We commission you to move into the highways and the byways, to save, to the saved and the unsaved alike, to the rich, to the poor, and all the things. Go preach the gospel to all the nations across all the the love of Christ, spread the deliverance of Christ, spread the healing power of Christ, spread the salvation of Christ. On this day, February 5th, 2023, we commission you to take the authority in the name of Jesus Christ to raise up, to send out and support missionaries and all to see that the local churches are established. John 2021 20, says, Jesus to all his disciples, as the Father has sent me, so I'm sending you. Arise, Apostle BJ, preach and evangelize in the open air, trickle down evangelism, door to door, through sermons, through your lifestyle, through friendship, through child evangelism, through internet, through phone, through personal and creation evangelism. Beyond this formality of evangelism, we commission you that in the beginning of every formality of evangelism, begin with prayer, continue to learn the gospel, learn and ask questions, engage in hospitality, tell your story, tell the stories of apostles, disciples, and the stories of people that you know in the course of Christ. Be patient. Be very, very, very patient. <laughs> leaving, leaving results for God. Leaving every result for God. First Corinthians reminds us Apollos watered it, but God has been So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters. But God, the only God, is one who makes things grow. Timothy 4 5. Be sober. It says, But you be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Go forth, fulfill the ministry that God has given you. Love the Lord with your all your Oh Lord Jesus. I think she is gone. Yeah, her internet probably just her kicked. internet kicked her out. Um it's been kicking out, y'all. So you'll be back. It's not the internet, it's streaming. It's just been kicking me out, putting me in and out. Okay. So Maybe it's the uh, it's the stream. She's coming back now. Sorry about that. Can you all hear me? Okay. Yes, ma'am. We can hear you. Amen. 
it's still a little sketchy. Apostle Daly, can you hear us? Jesus. Okay, um, I'm not sure. Apostle Christmas, would you like us to wait for a little while or? Let's move forward. Okay, so then we're going to go to Pastor Ricky McCoy. Um, and when she comes back, then we can allow her to continue um, if once the connection is better. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can y'all hear me good? Yes, we can. Sir. Yes, sir. Wonderful. God bless you. I'm so glad to be here and then to celebrate this conversation with my friend, Apostle BJ. I love you. I honor you. Come on, we, we come to charge you today, amen, to be all that God has called you to be. And the assignment that is over your life, you shall fulfill it. And on today, I want to reference, um, give reference from um, 2 Timothy 4, um, uh, 1 through 4. And it says, I charge thee, therefore, God and Jesus Christ, who shall quit, judge the quick, and the dead at his appearance of his kingdom. Apostle preach the word instant, in season, out of season, mm. out of season. Re, uh, apostle reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come mm. when they're not doing sound doctrine. But after their own lust, they shall heap themselves teachers having itching ears and they should turn away the ears from truth and shall turn unto fables. I'm going to read verse 5. But watch thou on all things, endure all afflictions. Come on, endure all afflictions. Oh. Yes. Do the work of the evangelist and oh. full of proof of that ministry. We come to charge you, Apostle, let you know that we are with you. We are praying for you. Come on, preach the word, even though they don't want to hear it. Praise even God. when it hits you first and it makes you go down to your knees to repent, do it. Amen. Endure everything that, that tries to come your way. Do not step down from what God has called you to be and to do. I don't care if they don't want to hear or don't want to listen. Obey God. Do everything that the Holy Ghost, your, the Holy Spirit has given unto you for the people of God. I'm telling you, God is with you. We are praying for you. We charge you this day that you shall go forward and do greater works that he's called you to do in this season and seasons to come. Preach when nobody want, don't want to listen. Preach mm. when you're preaching even unto yourself. Mm. But oh my God, oh Jesus. But allow God to use you Mm. And I want to tell you something. Be you. You are the original apostle. Praise the Lord. Christmas. Don't side yourself up with nobody else. Don't compare your, yourself to nobody else. 
because you are God, you are who God called you to be. Mm. And you shall be all God is that has put inside of you. Mm. Come on, you have been charged this day from the pastor. Mm. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bless you, Pastor. Apostle Daly, are you back with us so that you can finish? I do apologize about that. I was actually just finishing up. So part of the charge, Apostle, I do apologize. Don't worry Last about part it. Of the charge is continue to love the Lord without your heart. Deuteronomy 6 and 5. Follow God. Matthew 4.19. And make disciples. Matthew 28.19. This is your charge as an evangelist. Go forth, do the work of the Lord, the work that you've already been doing, continue to do it, not just locally, but internationally. Do it and yes. do it well. God bless you. Thank you. God bless Amen. you. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Apostle Pickney. Good afternoon. I'm so honored to be here. I greet you all in divine love. And I'm honored to be here to give choice to Apostle Betty Christmas. I thank God for your very life and I thank God for your ministry. I'm so glad that you're coming out of the cocoon and you're gonna fly like a beautiful butterfly. Hallelujah, somebody. Praise the name of Jesus. I came to do honors of giving this charge. I am going to first read the scripture out of Matthew chapter 28, commencing at verse 18. And Jesus came and he spoke to them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, and I'm gonna put your name there, Go ye, therefore, Betty Christmas, and teach all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, and of the in the name of the Son yes, and the yes. Holy Ghost, yes, Lord. teaching them to observe mm -hmm. all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And that command is an order, it's a decree. You don't get to decide, yes, hallelujah, mm -hmm. where are you going? You just Amen. obey. Ah. And lo, he has given you a promise. Mm -hmm. I am with you yeah. always, you, even unto the end of the world. Amen. He says Amen. he is with you. He didn't say people will be with you. Yes. But he said he is with you. Even when they walk away, he is with you. Even when they turn their backs, he oh, is with you. Amen. Even when they smile in your face and stab you in your back, he yes, is with you. Yes. Even when they don't sow seed, he is with you. Hallelujah. He is with you. Mm. Even when you feel like you're alone, he is with you. Mm. Because the promise comes from him. The commission comes from him. The command comes from him. 
And I also want to say to you, even as the word of God says to us, the gospel is the power of God. Yes. And that's one thing you have to know. It's the power of God. It's not the power of people. No. Amen. It's not the power of people. People are fickle. Yes. People will faithful. be with you today and leave you tomorrow. Woo. People will pat you on your back. Hello, somebody. Thank Come on. And then they will turn and act like they don't even know your name. Come on. But Jesus says that your name is written in the palm of his hand. Jesus. He is with yeah. you. Mm. And Paul, as the woman of God just preached on Paul, 1 Thessalonians 2 and 5, Paul did not at any time use flattering words or a cloak of covetousness. You don't have to flatter nobody. Because God is your witness that he has sent you. You don't have to flatter, no flatter words, no cloak for covenants. He did not seek glory for men. God, Jesus did not tell you to seek glory for men. He said, you go, go ye. He didn't say go thee. He said, go ye. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Amen. Hi, Jesus. Glory to God. You receive the revelation by Jesus Christ to go. Because you mm. said even when you were 12, the Lord spoke to you. Yes, ma'am. And he has already given you the ministry beyond the walls. Yes. He has said to you, today, you have decided to live by faith. Today, you have decided to live by love. Today, you have decided to live in victory. And today, you have decided to be led by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And today, you have decided to obey him. Mm. So living by faith is living by the gospel. Praise Having God. every need met by the precious promises of Jesus, the one who said that he will never leave you. So woman of God, I charge you today to obey. Yes. That's the charge that I give to you is to obey. And one thing that you have to understand, all of Satan's efforts Will, will be to stop the growing seed. That will be his effort. He will try his best to stop the seed from growing. I want to say this. It's much easier to pull a seed up than a full-grown tree. Mm. You, you can't pull a full-grown tree up mm -mm. with roots. So it's easier for him to snatch the seed out of the hearts of those where the seed has not been sown into fertile ground, good ground. So it's all about the ground. And as you go forth in obedience to the Lord and do the will of God, you will please the Father. Always remember, it is him who has commissioned you. It is him who you desire to please. You will never be able to please people ever okay. i don't care what time of day it is i don't care what season it is you'll never be able to please them you know that because when it's hot we want to be cold and when it's cold we want it to be spring and when it's spring we want it to be summer so you already know how man operates but the best thing ever happened to you is jesus Amen. Receive the commission that he's given you to go into all of the earth. You do what he has commissioned you, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed.
and obeying the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God bless you, woman of God. Bless you. Thank you. Continue in the faith. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Prophet Davis. Grace and peace. God bless you all. From God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to first say it is an honor and a privilege to have been asked to be a part of this momentous occasion for such a great worthy woman of God. The scripture says, walk worthy of, of the vocation wherewith he have called you to. I want to also give deference to um, our uh, apostle, uh, Allison J. Cross, the message bearer and the uh, overseer of our apostle Christmas and to all of the quorum of great men of God that sit and that are a part of this um, great panel and this great host. And uh, it is my responsibility to come on and to give the charge and commission to go forth uh, um, from the prophet. Um, I will say that as an apostle, we were taught that the apostle is the thumb of the hand which touches all of the five gifts in the fivefold office, all right? And um, uh, the prophet is an extension of Jesus. Ephesians 4 and 11 says, and he gave some to be apostles, um, some to be prophets. The prophet is the index finger on the hand because the prophet brings instructions. He points the church, he or she, it is a gender neutral office that points the church in the direction in which it should go. The church is the bride of Christ, the body of Christ. The prophet is also the eyes of the body. And without the eyes, the body cannot see. The prophet is vital in this hour. The prophet is very vital in this hour. According to scripture, the church began uh, with the apostle and the prophet. And as we are in the end times, it's going to end with the apostle and the prophet. And so I must say that because how important the office is, not to say that the other offices that are part of the fivefold ministry gift are not important because all of us have a piece of the puzzle and we uh, hold a significant part and we have something to offer um, and we are just as important. But because of the importance of the prophet, amen, um, anything that God creates, the devil duplicates for the purpose of uh, to try and sabotage or discredit the real deal. That's why we see a heap and an uprise of uh, generic, if you will, or buffoonery when it comes to the prophetic. But the prophet is a confrontational office. The prophet confronts. The prophet uh, brings you into true worship. And uh, the prophet is one in this hour that is needed. The prophet is the voice. It is the oracle of God. The prophet is an advocate for truth in this hour. 
every church needs a prophet every apostle needs a prophet apostle paul had silas and so you'll see those offices come together in this end time um the prof the prophet the prophetic reveals the heart and the mind of god we need to know the mind of god where it concerns our life yes, yes. our ministry our church so forth and so on all right um and so we need that the scripture says believe in the lord your god so shall you be established believe his prophets so shall you prosper and so the prophetic is very necessary in this hour many don't believe but whom god calls he qualifies and if God has called you to be and to do anything for him, apostle Christian, there will be fruit that validates you. There will be fruit that confirms who you are. So I say to you, woman of God, the prophet cannot be hired. You can't hire a true prophet. Many people have, especially in this world of social media, um, they'll tell you what you want to hear uh, for the sake of um, money and uh, whatever the case may be. You know what happened in the case of Naaman when, the, when he wanted to bring the gift to the prophet. The prophet refused the gift, but his servant took the gift, the leprosy that was on a man. A uh, name came upon uh, his servant. So the prophet, a true authentic prophet of God, cannot be bought. They cannot be bought and they are not for hire. They stand for truth. When truth is not popular, praise God, they stand for truth. And uh, this is an hour uh, that we're living in. This is an hour of deception. Um, to where they're calling right, wrong, and wrong, right. And so God is looking for vessels and he's looking for voices. Just like uh, the prophet Elisha, the Bible says he stood up and confronted the system of Jezebel. And he said, because of the apostasy of that city, there would be no rain. I don't have time to go into the depths and all of the rigmarole of it, but it's rich. Go back and check it out. The prophet sometimes stands alone because on Mount Carmel, he was outnumbered one to 450. Glory to God. Hallelujah to God. But And he got discouraged sometimes because although he had a great victory, the scripture says that once Jezebel and you got to understand that uh, there's all the nemesis to the prophet is a Jezebel spirit. Jezebel hates the prophet. Come Jezebel on. is attracted to the prophet. And Come so <laughs> because of a great victory there on Mount Carmel, the prophet fled. He fled to the cave and um, he told the Lord, I'm the only one left because sometimes it feels like that being a prophet you know <laughs> but the lord spoke to him and said i have seven thousand more that have not bowed to Baal, 
And so I, I commission you to stand, to declare the word of the Lord with boldness and conviction. Say what he says. And they taught us, they taught us at growing up, my mother and some of the elders, they instilled it in us. Don't speak when spoken, if not spoken to. Amen. Sometimes there is pressure put on that office. But I often tell people as a prophet, I'm not a magician. I don't have any gimmicks. I don't have any games. I only say what God tells me to say and that alone. And so as a prophet, you got to have boundaries set. You can't allow people to become too common with you. Um, the prophet, if you look at the prophet in the Old Testament time, they didn't come out of the chambers except they had a word from the Lord. Come on, come on. And when they saw the prophet Samuel, they wanted to know because there was a fear and a reverence that was associated with that office. Come on, Apostle, work that word. And so in this hour, listen, draw the line. Don't allow people to come too common because familiarity breeds contempt. And when people become too common with you, um, they lose respect and it's hard for them to receive what thus saith the Lord. But I commission you as an apostle, which have the ability, as I forestated, to operate in all of the fivefold ministry gifts. There will be prophets that gather to you that you would have to mother, that you would have to nurture. And as well, because the, the apostle um, is a nurturing gift, ones that builds and grooms and develop leadership. And I know there's one coming that would that would doubt, delve a little deeper into that. You would have those, and then you are a, a female. And so a woman is a nurturer. So you'll have the responsibility to groom other prophets and teach them character. Because I often teach that there is not a void of gifts but there is a lack of character. There's a lack of lack of character. Um, and so there's a lot of giftedness, but a lot of individuals lack character. And we need character with these offices because this is a powerful office. And if misused, it can do more harm than good. And so teach the people, woman of God, instruct them, praise God. Amen. Even if they may not, the prophet don't always come to tell you what you want to hear, but the prophet comes to tell you what you need to hear. And the, and listen, every message that the prophet have in his mouth is not uh, going to be one that tickles your fancy. Because you got to remember, there's going to come a time in this hour when it won't be as popular to be a prophet. I close with this. John the Baptist, Jesus said, was one of the greatest of all the prophets because of the uniqueness um, of his assignment. He prepared the way for Christ. He had one message, and that was repent. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. People don't want to hear that in this day and time because they become lovers of them flesh, their flesh. Huh? So when you start telling folk to repent, it's not a popular message. Get right. Get your house in order. 
Hallelujah. Amen. The prophet is not your friend all the time. So be encouraged. Obey God. And watch this. Uh, John the Baptist's ministry wasn't that long. And watch this. The message that he had got him beheaded. <laughs> and so yes. sometimes, I, I, and then Micah. Uh, you go back and read it, and I can go on and on and on, but I don't want to uh, use up all of my time, in which I feel that I have. Uh, Micah, and, and, and I believe in, in the Chronicles, uh, one of the Chronicles, one of the chapters that escaped me from now, they needed a word from the Lord. Shall we go up against Ram of Gilead? And he had his prophets that he hired. They spoke. The Lord put a lion spirit in their mouth. Many people are not speaking in this hour under the auspices of the Holy Ghost. They prophet lying, prophet ah. trying. Hallelujah. But a real prophet stands boldly and proclaim the whole counsel of God because it's better to obey God. And I'd rather man be upset with me than God. Praise God. So, woman of God, be encouraged. Stay with the Lord. Tell you to say, do what he tells you to do, for the reward will be great. God bless you. Thank you for this space and time. Bless you, nephew. Amen. Bless God. Amen. Amen. Apostle Cross is now coming with the commission to go forth as an apostle. Amen. I want to admonish you to go forth and to stay humble as you do the work of the apostle. In these last days, continue to do the work <clears throat> that the Lord has called you to, to and keep on your armor. Don't ever take it off. Keep on that armor. It will thoroughly protect you from the wiles of the devil and from the wiles of people. I want to encourage you to keep your ear to the mouth of God. Continue to seek wise counsel as needed from those that the Lord has placed around you, for there are strength in numbers. There will be many that will come to you for apostolic covering. Be very selective according to what the Lord is saying. Some that are come, some are coming to try and derail you, and some are truly sent by God. You are called to the nations for such a time as this. You were born for this moment, an end-time apostolic ministry. Many souls will come into the kingdom of God and be strengthened as a result of the ministry that the Lord has given to you. Many churches that are on life support will be revived by the wise counsel and instruction that the Lord will give you to give them. And finally, go forth and do the great work of the apostle. Matthew 28, 19 and 20 says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, Pastor George, it is in your hands for communion and for prayer. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the, praise Lord. the Lord. We give honor and glory to Almighty God, the gift of His Son, Jesus Christ, for the great work that He's doing in this world, and then the grace He has extended to all of us to come along with Him with what He is doing. 
Today is a very beautiful day, and I thank God that I'm being privileged to be part of this August occasion. We are here not only to uh, celebrate our dear sister, Apostle Vijay Christmas, or we are here just to congratulate her, but we are here to cheer her on, to cheer her up, and also to be part of that ministry, and also to bless her, or oh, praise the Lord. Without wasting much time, I just want to go straight ahead to the assignment that I've been given to break bread with you. The Bible says when Jesus finished all that he had to do in the Gospel of John 13, he gathered them together and broke bread with them. It has pleased our beloved Apostle B.J. Christmas that on this day of the Lord that we are commissioning her for the assignment that the Lord has placed over her shoulder, even as we are climaxing this service, she wants us to break bread together and then that we pray and end the service. So I want you to join me and break bread, even though we are not together at one place, but thank God for technology, wherever we are, we can virtually see one another, enjoy the ministry of one another. And on top of that, break bread together and then be part of what God is doing in the life of our sister. Without wasting my time, let's turn our Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter number 11. We're going to read from uh, 23 through 26 when Apostle Paul was quoting what Jesus did in the last days of his ministry when he sat his bodies together and broke bread with them. And I want to read, For as I have received from the Lord, this is Apostle Paul speaking, quoting Jesus, What I received from the Lord, what I also pass on to you, that the Lord Jesus Christ, on the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same manner afterward, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Everybody say amen. Amen. I believe you all brought your bread and wine. There you go, beautiful. Let us place our bread and let us place the wine together even as I pray over them. We just want to thank you for what you have begun in this world and that you have extended this call to each one of us to be part of what you are doing in this world. None of us have a church in this world, but you have a church and you have established its foundation and you are using us as your blocks and as your mortar to build your church. We just want to thank you. You are the groom to the church and you have selected us as your bride. We are so grateful to you, oh God. Even as we are remembering your body that was fractured on a cross and your holy blood by which it spilled out and you used to pay for the death of our sins. We are remembering you, oh God. And this is our love and this is our worship. 
We are responding in worship, oh Lord. We are responding in love, oh God. As we have lifted up this word in this morning. Sanctify giving as we are taken into our body. That it will stir us up, oh God, for good works. That you have been appointed in Jesus for us to come and do even before the foundation of this world. We pray that, Lord, even as we are taking this into our mortal bodies, may it, oh God, strengthen us. May it heal our weaknesses. May it heal our sicknesses and diseases. May this, oh God Almighty, stir up our spirit, oh God. May we, by this, remember your sacrifice. Your word declares that whenever we come together like this and remember, we should continue to proclaim you are dead until you come. This is what our beloved sister is about to begin to do and go out of course and reach out globally to the people that, oh God, you have prepared in all other places for her to minister to. Bless this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let us take our breath together. And let us take our wine. We're going to continue to thank God for this privilege. And we will pray for Beyond the Ministry International. And then we will pray for our dear uh, sister. Whilst gradually we are bringing this uh, convocation to a close. Let us pray. We just want to thank you once again for another privilege to dine with you, oh God. Our spirits are lifted up. Yeah. Our souls are comforted. Yeah. Oh, thank Father, you. Lord, Almighty, new joy has been instilled into us. Because oh. another moment has been, oh God, beckoning on us to remember the one who died in our stead. Thank you. How yes, grateful and awesome, beautiful you are. That, oh God, when we were yet sinners, you left your glory. You empty your glory. You empty your right. And you surrounded all your right. Thank you. And died in our place. Yes. And have rescued us. The test that we failed, you yes. have passed that test so that we can yes. continue to live on. Jesus, thank we you. thank you. At this time, we pray for our beloved sister, yes, Apostle DJ Christmas. Yes, God. Aside, for your ministry, yes, ministry, oh God, what you left behind for us to continue. Yes, Lord. Yes, all of us are workers in your vineyard. Yes, God. We yes, have God. come together today with one spirit, with one accord. Yeah. Unite our spirit, unite our giftings, oh God. Yes. Extend this grace to us. And upon Thank this you, grace, God. we have come together, oh God, as the saints got together and they fasted and then prayed yes. through your apostles, through your, your, your prophets, you spoke. To the set aside Apostle Paul and Barnabas for the work you have set for them. Today, yes, Lord God. Almighty, our sister Apostle BJ Christmas 
is being set apart and being commissioned yeah. as Paul and Barnabas were set apart to go out of every wars and reach everywhere on the globe. She is being commissioned into the fivefold ministry, oh God, as the head of the fivefold ministry, Father Lord. We pray for your grace. We pray yes. for anointing. We pray for your power. We pray for your knowledge. We pray for divine wisdom. We pray yes. for oh God, upon her life in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You formed yes, Lord. her. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And yes, Lord. you knew her. And in the yes. due time, oh God, you spoke her out. And God, yes, he God. has spoken your word unto her. Before yes. the foundations of this earth, you had ordained that this day of you, Jehovah Thank God, you are a daughter who be commissioned for this. Yes. Hallelujah. We pray for her, Lord. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. You who have called her, Lord, empower. All those that you call, you prepare, mm -hmm. and you empower them, so that when they go out, they are not on their own. Yes, Lord. We pray that, oh Lord, Lord, her wills to God. Thank you, Father. She is building on you. She is believing on you. She is working on you, oh God. Without you, there is nothing that she can do. Hallelujah. We pray that, oh God, the increase of the anointing would overflow. In the name of Jesus, we pray for overflow. Overflow. Yes. Christmas. We pray for the overflow of the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon your life. Yes. That the fivefold ministry that we have commissioned you into, oh God, the anointing, yes. the power of God will come upon yes. you. Yes, hallelujah. As you go out of that house, you raise pastors, you raise the pandemic, you raise prophets, you raise teachers, you raise leaders, you will raise congregations. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Christmas. And unto him who loved you and them form you to know you yes. and has prepared this call for you even before you came into this world. Mm -hmm. May Jesus Christ pull all these the made. May he hold your hand mm. that everything that you trust, there will be a manifestation of his glory and his honor. May mm. all your service bring glory and honor unto him and unto him alone. Yes, God. Now we pray against the devourer and accuser on your sake. Mm -hmm. He may come on your way to school, but the last of this world, the last of the flesh, and the pride of this world. Mm -hmm. We pray that the spirit of the living God will give you humility. And as Thank he does pass the test on the wilderness and the Satan run away, when he comes against you, you will pass every test, oh God, and mm -hmm. they will run away, and the spirit of God and the angels of God will come. Yes. And minister to you. Yes, Lord. We pray for this ministry. That all the pastors and the prophets and the teachers and evangelists that the Lord God will raise through you will submit to your leadership, will submit to your apostleship, will be humble to you, they'll be listened to you, they will follow you, they will follow you and lead you. Father, on this day. Yes, we pray that you bless the beyond the 
was international ministry. That this ministry will be a tree planted by a river side. That this ministry will spring up and bring forth many people into mm -hmm. the kingdom. Yes, Lord. Apostle be the Christmas. By the anointing and the unction in the house, virtually right now, we declare, we decree that any power that is standing against you, any forces, powers, principalities watching across the globe, that they will come against you, even if they come by one way, that the Lord Almighty, power will scatter them by yes. ways. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Apostle, dear Christmas. May the Almighty God bless you. May He increase you. Yes. In all facets of your life. May He cause His face to shine upon you. Yes. Be gracious unto you in all the efforts that we put We pray for your husband, Mr. Christmas. Yes, Lord. That the good God who brought you together would also bless him and empower him. Yes. And continue to unite you and to love you and to love your ministry. Yes. That the Lord will use both of you yes, to Lord. bring his purpose into being. Yes. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord show you the measures. May the presence of Jehovah God go before you. And may he use you to accomplish his purpose in this world. Thank in you. Name, I pray. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As Hallelujah. we come Thank to you, the end of our service today, uh, we are going to turn over uh, for closing remarks. But as Pastor George was speaking, um, I heard the Lord say, Apostle, that your ministry was not named beyond the walls for no reason, as you already know. Said, but in this season, your voice will bring down walls so that you can go beyond them. Yes. It's not about going outside of the walls. It's about lifting your voice so that the wall will fall. The wall of the people's hearts will fall. The walls of tradition will fall. The walls of religion will fall. Mm. Jesus. At the sound of your voice, just like Joshua at the wall, Ooh. when you lift up your voice, Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. The walls that are around people's hearts Hallelujah. will fall. Yes. So that you can go beyond yes. the walls that have encapsulated them for yes. so many years, for mm. so many reasons, because mm. of hurt, because of pain, because mm. of misunderstanding, because mm. of whatever it is that has caused that wall to be built. God mm. is saying in this season, mm. because of your obedience, mm. I'm giving you a different kind of voice. Mm. 
Your voice won't be the same as you heard it before. Your voice won't be like it was before. Now I'm giving you something behind that voice. I see the picture of, again, Jesus is dealing with me with this Simba thing. This Simba is standing there with his little roar, but he finds out that once he opens up his mouth, his father roars for him and he causes all of the enemies to scatter. In this season of this ministry, when you open up your voice, the voice of God will be heard and walls will fall that you ain't go beyond those walls and minister to the people of God. Amen. Amen. I love you so much. Hallelujah. I am godly proud. Mm. I'm so excited to be considered your friend. Mm. I find it an honor that you invited me here tonight Mm. to be a part of this service. Mm. And I am so excited about your godly future. I'm so excited about your new anointing. I'm so excited to hear your voice. God bless you, and it is in your hands. Mm. My God, people, Hallelujah. Go ahead and praise him. Go ahead and worship him. Praise the name of Jesus. All I keep hearing is what the enemy meant for evil. What the enemy meant for evil. Oh, God, it's turning around for my good. Yes. Yes. Oh, God, I thank you. I just give all honor and praises to God. Yes. I never saw this day. <laughs> I never saw this day, but God. God's always had a, his hand in my life. God's always had me going in a direction I didn't understand, but God knew exactly this day. So I am just grateful to God for every word I've taken in every word that each of you has said. Mm-hmm. I don't take those words lightly from beginning to end. Every word was meaningful. And I I love words. I give definitions every time I preach. Every time I stand in front of the people, God, I'm always giving definitions. So I, I, I love words that they matter to me. Every word that you guys spoke mattered to me and I'm going to go back and listen to these replays because I want to just continue to soak it all in. It's not by happenstance or circumstance that God allowed me to get each of you to do the assignment he asked me to give each of you and I'm grateful to God for it. Um, even my pastor in Kisi, Kenya because now it is like 7 o'clock p.m. our time. It is 3 o'clock a.m. In Kissy Kenya, and he's up for this. So I'm just thankful to God for him being a part of this, um, and how God has is just developing and growing the church. He just texted me today and just said, "God added, I think he said, two more souls to the church today." Well, yesterday for us. So I'm just thanking and praising God for the people that are coming. Um, he reported last week. I think two came last week, and so the church is growing. This church that the Lord has given me to establish in Kissy Kenya, the church is growing, and the people are hungry. So I just thank and praise God for it. Um, and whatever He's doing uh, in this season, I'm just grateful that He's using me 
to do it. Apostle Cross, I love you. I thank you for your words of encouragement. I thank you for our conversations. I thank you for what the Lord, how the Lord has divinely connected us and orchestrating things in our lives. Pastor George Abwaji, <laughs> my friend in New Jersey. It's like I have people from all across the country in this room and God, that's how good God is, how he makes the connection. Um, yes. Pastor George is from Ghana, but he sits in Irvington, New Jersey. And um, we met years and years ago before either of us knew who we were. But I thank and praise God that he is walking in his calling and God is using him to establish schools and churches all across this country. And so I am grateful to God for his anointing and his wisdom and his counsel that he gives to me as he calls me his best friend from years ago. And so I thank and praise God for him. Mm -hmm. Pastor Ricky, I love you, man of God, how God orchestrated us the violent meeting in Clubhouse and how he allowed us to have these conversations. And I say from that conversation, how you are my nephew, Pastor. And so you are my nephew in the spirit. And I thank God for your spirit. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for your instructions and your counsel. And I thank you for um, your obedience to do the things that the Lord has called you to do, how he moved you like he did Abram and told you to go to a place you've never been and, and how he moved you to Knoxville, Tennessee. You didn't know anybody, but you were obedient. And so that tells me a lot about you, sir. So I just thank you uh, for your going. Apostle Carolyn Pickney, my sister friend, I thank you. I love you so much. How God divinely um, connected us um, months, a few, just a few short months ago, but it feels like I've known you forever. <laughs> and how um, he allows me to glean from you in your clubhouse room. I, I know you have a powerful um, ministry outside of clubhouse, but I thank you for how the Lord has connected us inside of clubhouse and how I could call you to just to be a part of this, um, this special day for me because I honor you and I reverence you the one and the God inside of you. So thank you so much for thinking that not robbery just to come um, spend time with us today. She is in Louisiana, so she's in Central Time, an hour behind us. And I'm grateful to God for the connection. I love you. And my friend, uh, Kim Watson, I'm just thinking and praising God that on this day that you have accepted who you are, no one could tell you who you were but the Lord. And you had to establish that and, and make that connection for yourself. So I'm grateful to God that you um, now know who you are, who you are, and what you have in Christ Jesus. As the Apostle Kim Watson, um, powerful woman of God in her own right, I still remember the sermons. I'm, I'm still stuck in uh, a sermon that she preached years ago. Her initial sermon has stuck with me and said many others, but it was at, at midnight. She preached a sermon about at midnight um, when the jailhouse rocked and I never heard anybody expound on that message that she did that day. So um, again, thank God for the connection. And to all of you who are listening and, and uh, tune in in this day, thank you so much. Mama God, Denise, for coming in as well to give us the um, scripture and prayer. And then my classmate, my, my elementary school classmate, um, ministerial, um, Pamela Shamley, how she just came in and just how God allowed her to write two songs for this occasion. Intentionally wrote songs for Beyond the Walls ministry um, and just accepting this invitation just a few days ago. And so again, I'm grateful to God and I thank God for my husband who does not, um, he, he does not pull me away from ministry, but he pushes me toward ministry. And I have his full support. And so I just thank God for whatever he's doing in our lives to work together in ministry. 
I'm wide open for that. You know, he's ready to go to Ken he's ready to go to Kenya. He's ready to go to Africa. And so we're going to be um, traveling abroad. Um, prayerfully this year, we're going to get to go. But again, I'm just grateful to God for what he's doing. I don't take any of this lightly. Um, I didn't see it coming, but the Lord saw. He knew exactly what was happening. Um, I, I think Apostle Nikki as well as she has been going in and out because of internet connections, weak connections, but whatever it is, the devil is a liar. Uh, we got to hear what she had to say anyway. And so Apostle Nikki, we love you. We're grateful to God that you are, are here, Apostle Nikki. Thank you so much. I met this woman of God last year um, and another consecration service. And we just, our spirits just connected. And so we have been conversating since then. And then I just want to say again, just um, my heart is full. Um, even yesterday, how I'm out minding my own business and in a store, made a last minute decision to just to go into the store to get some cleaning items. And I, at the last minute, I decided to grab a shopping cart, thinking I'm just going to get a couple of items. Why am I grabbing a, a cart? But I did. And I'm walking out of my own business, and there in the middle of the floor in the aisle, I slipped. My foot had well not slipped, but God. Um, and that little slip it landed me in emergency um, for a few hours, and I have um, some back issues going on now, and a twisted knee just... To God be the glory. And I, I said then, I'm not canceling this service. I knew I had to go forth. Nothing was going to stop me from coming forth in this day. The devil can't stop it. So again, what the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it around for good because I knew people were waiting. People are waiting for this ministry to come forward. I was not going to delay it, not one more day. And so with that, I say, I thank you guys. I love you. Again, I love all of you who are watching um, all of your comments. And all of you who have been texting me saying you did not know about it. Well, I've been posting it. I've been sharing it. And so um, thankfully, God, that you got to see it anyway. Again, I am going to um, first time on this platform. I, I think I, I like it because this didn't give us any kind of time limits. We did have some um, some hiccups with people having to go back in and out. But God um, still made a way for us to still come together just to do what we had to had to do and needed to do. Um, we're moving forward again with our television ministry. Um, we're on Roku Television. Um, and in a few a few short months, we're going to be on Apple Television and Fire Stick. So we're going to be on three platforms, Beyond the Walls, International Ministries. It's truly international. Well, we are going to be on Roku Television, Apple Television, and um, Fire Stick. And again, that's coming up under Apostle um, Allison J. Cross. She has a television network. And so I've come up under her network. And so uh, I'll put a plug out there. If anybody's interested in taking your ministry to the nations, and we know Facebook is good, but the nations are waiting for you. Um, I will say contact me so I can give you more information as to how, get in, how to get in touch with Apostle Cross. Oh, and I almost forgot my, my, my son, my spiritual son, Rafi Davis, um, Apostle Prophet Davis. That young man has been preaching since he, since he was seven years old. And both um, Apostle Kim and I have both seen him grow and, and seeing how God has used him. And he was delayed coming on today because he was had traveled. To, he lives in New Jersey, but he was um, always preaching somewhere. So he preached today in New York and he was traveling back um, from New York today to get back home to um, come back on. So I'm just thankful to God for him. And he said to me a few weeks ago, I was calling him nephew. He said, no. Um, you, I'm not, don't call me your nephew, call me your spiritual son. I'm your spiritual son. So my spiritual son, Raphael Davis, 
Um, I thank God for him and his anointing, anointed man of God. If you guys have not seen any, seen him on Facebook, he's there almost daily. He's ministering somewhere almost every night. That's how much he loves the Lord. He could preach in his, I believe he preaches in his sleep <laughs> because he loves the word. Um, so again, I say thank you to each, to you, you and you. I love you. God bless you. God bless your ministries. God bless the things that God is doing in your life. And if you need me, um, I know this sounds cliche because I've heard it often, but if you need, need me to do anything for you, if I could be of service to you and your ministries, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I will truly make myself available to you because you have made yourself available um, for me, um, giving up your Sunday afternoon. And so two hours is what I have purposed in my heart and two hours is what we have um, have stayed to. And so I'm thankful to God for time. Um, Pastor George, we did it. <laughs> uh, we had the discussion. This is not going to be a three hour service. This is two hours. We did this. And so again, thankful to God for it. Um, at this time, um, again, I've asked Pastor George to be the chaplain for my ministry. Again, this is the virtual ministry until the Lord says the same. Um, it's been spoken to me and the Lord has been pricking my heart that it's going to be a local, um, a local ministry as well as the Lord sends me someone to train and establish a local ministry. But until then we are virtual. And um, my first assignment is in Kissy, Kenya of all places. And so again, I say thank you for, um, for your attention. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your prayers, your thought and thoughts and thank you for your love that you um, give to me so freely. And with that, um, Apostle Kim, are we done? Do we need to say in the last words? No, ma'am, it's in your hands. You do what you wanna do. If you're okay. ready to close, we ready to go. <laughs> well, we will be closing again. Thank each of you. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank all of you again who um, came on the live. And again, this is going to be, I'm going to do some things to get it prepared for, um, YouTube. So it's going to be on YouTube as well. I'm going to add in my, um, intro outro, um, for the YouTube channel. But with that, that is it. I love you guys. I'm sure I will have my one-on-one -on -one conversation with each of you. So until the next time, I love you. Be tremendously blessed. And this was so good. Beyond the Walls International Ministries for you is truly beyond the walls. And I love you guys. Thank you. Love you. Kisses. I love you so much. Love you. Congratulations. Thank you. So do we have any last minute words or we can just close? Uh, just so you know, and I know this is off topic, but I got my butterflies too. <laughs> Amen. If anybody, any of you know me, know I love, I absolutely love butterflies. Even in my um, um time of trauma as a kid, butterflies always came to my rescue. And so that is the story behind butterflies. I wear and carry a butterfly with me almost every day. Butterflies are all over my house because they were truly my protectors um back in the day and you will read that in my book that will be coming out um in on amazon and barnes and nobles real soon just let me finish up some stuff with the publisher and it will be coming for stages of grace kept for a reason and it's based on the life cycle of a butterfly and so i will be giving information more on that lately so god again television station book coming forth website coming um i've also have dates scheduled um to promote the book 
speaking engagements. I have, uh, I believe I'm still doing something with Apostle Carolyn Pickney when she, um, she's having a, um, Watchmen yeah, we're going to be doing something. Watchmen on the Wall. Thank you. We're doing something later this year. Um, mm -hmm. And then in what month, Pastor McCoy? Is that March? I'm sorry, May? No, June, the second week of June. Second weekend of June, we're going to be going to um, Knoxville, Tennessee, um, where I will be speaking at the conference down there. And then I will be going back to Columbus, Ohio um, for a conference down there. But so just keep um, keep your ears to and your eyes to Facebook because we will be posting everything there. Um, so, again, I am going to be closing. Uh, Pastor Akama, thank you so much for staying up with us. Um, so go to sleep now. Get you some rest for your for your Monday that has already started. Again, we love you. We honor you. And we thank God for everything he has done and is doing in our lives. So, again, be tremendously blessed. Until the next time. I love you.